You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. and welcome to The Voice of Charity. I'm Katie Breedeman, and my colleague Phil Zepeda is off today. I hope your Tuesday's off to a great start already. We send a warm hello to all who are listening on WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. here in Chicago, and all who are watching our live stream on YouTube and Facebook at Catholic Chicago. Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of Chicago received an extraordinary donation in recent days from Mr. Jim Ursay and his family. Jim is the owner of the Indianapolis Colts, and he's a Chicago native. And the Ursay family generously made this $5 million donation in memory of Jim's cousin, Sister Joyce Dura, a Franciscan nun who served in Chicagoland for nearly 50 years of religious life. Sister Joyce was a member of the Sisters of the Third Order of St. Francis, otherwise known as the OSF Sisters. Sister Joyce was deeply devoted to the sick, and she served in a variety of roles, including nursing, social service, and pastoral care for several prominent medical centers in central Illinois. To honor Sister Joyce's lifelong commitment to serving others, Catholic Charities Supper Program at 721 North LaSalle Street is being renamed the Sister Joyce Dura OSF Supper Program from now until 2033. In announcing his extraordinary gift to Catholic Charities, Mr. Ursay said, Sister Joyce spent a half century giving back to others. So with this gift, I only hope to emulate my dear cousin's spirit grace, and her commitment to our communities. In response, Catholic Charities President and Chief Operating Officer Sally Blount said, Jim and his family's compassion for those we accompany and serve, combined with their vision for honoring his cousin, Sister Joyce Dura, and her life's mission, it's all quite extraordinary. Here to tell us more about this incredible gesture by the Ursay family are Steve Campbell, Vice President of Communications and External Affairs for the Indianapolis Colts, and Sister Judith Ann, Major Superior of the Sisters of the Third Order of St. Francis in Peoria, Illinois. Welcome, Steve and Sister Judith Ann. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here to celebrate this donation and honor the memory of Sister Joyce Dura. You know, in, in recent weeks, I have to share that uh, we at Catholic Charities have been so fortunate to learn more about Sister jo Joyce Dura. She was known for a beautiful, genuine smile, being a cheerful person who liked to have fun and, and, and made each person that she was with feel very special. She'd easily break into laughter and willingly laugh at herself. And she's also been called by several people we spoke to as an angel on earth. And she was a devout Indianapolis Colts fan with a Colts jacket in her closet. Sister <laughs> Joyce had significant health issues, and so her, it, that, this made her selfless work even more admirable. And she had an inspiring perspective on, the, on following a Christian way of life. She said, to be a Christian is not easy, 
But the joys of sharing Christ with others in this world is very rewarding and a hundredfold more rewarding in the life to come. And so it really is an honor to be with both of you today. Uh, and, and it was an honor for Catholic Charities to re- ex- receive this extraordinary generous gift in memory of someone as tremendous as Sister Joyce. Steve, can you tell us first about Mr. Jim Ursay's phil- philanthropy and how he incorporates that philanthropy into his corporate life? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and again, thanks for uh, for having uh, uh, me on the show here today representing Jim Ursay and his uh, three daughters. But, uh, you know, one thing that uh, that Jim always says, and of course, you know, as you said earlier, Jim is a Chicago native, was born in Lincolnwood and spent a lot of his childhood in Chicago until uh, his family relocated to Baltimore when uh, when they acquired the Baltimore Colts. So uh, so he uh, so Mr. Ursay is very, uh, very tied into his Chicago roots. And so um, so that was one of the reasons that he wanted to give this gift to Catholic charities. Uh, he was raised Catholic um, in Chicago and, uh, and, 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 and felt that uh, Catholic charities and the archdiocese up there are doing some really good work serving people um, who are in need. And, um, and he was more than, uh, more than happy to, to make this significant uh, gift to, to Catholic charities of Chicago. And, and, that's, and that's, that's pretty much par for the course for, uh, for, for Jim Ursay and his family. He, you know, he says this all the time. I'm around him a lot when he's giving interviews and he always, he says this all the time. And, 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 and I really took it to heart is that he believes that the reason he is here and the reason he's been blessed with, with, with money and influence um, is to pay it forward and give it to others. Um, and, and he says all of the time, he said, my, I, I feel like my job is just to bring joy into people's lives in any way I can, you know, whether that be on the football field on Sundays, when people come, uh, come and, uh, have a great time watching, watching their favorite football team play, or whether it's out in the community, um, helping and serving others. And so, uh, so, so this is ingrained in through in, in throughout everything that Jim Irsay does. Yes, he is a a owner of, a, of an NFL football team, and that's his day job. But uh, but he is uh, but but his passion is in philanthropy and uh, and giving back to those uh, those around us, our friends, our fans, our neighbors who are in need. It's really inspiring to uh, hear you talk about it in that way, Steve. And and I just wonder from your you know perspective as a communications executive, you know, what's it been like for you to be part of the announcement of this incredible donation um, and and learn more about Catholic Charities? Oh, it's just been fantastic. I mean, working with the with the staff um, of Catholic Charities over the last several months uh, to get ready for the announcement. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's a it's a it's a group of of caring, hardworking folks who are who are literally doing the Lord's work. <laughs> you know, you, you say that a lot of time in the lay world, but uh, but uh, but these folks are, are literally doing the Lord's work. And so, um, uh, you know, again, it's 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 great when we're able to just support people who are already out there in the community doing great things. Um, and so, uh, so learning about Catholic charities has been fantastic. All of the good work you do and, and the supper program, which I know is going to be named after sister Joyce is, uh, is something that's needed now more than ever. And, uh, uh, and we look forward to being a part of it. 
So I think, you know, I mentioned to you uh, when we, right before the show today, that uh, we normally used to have 150 people come to our supper program each night, um, and they lined up outside of our building at 721 North LaSalle Street here in Chicago. Uh, but this year, those numbers have ridden, risen to about 350 a day. So uh, Mr. Ursay's incredible gift uh, cannot come at a better time at Catholic Charities um, as we're working with our community partners um, and our many volunteers uh, and and professionals we have in, in our in our live stream here we're showing we've got a number of, uh, of retired caterers who come and help with our supper program as well serving uh, those who are facing insecurity every single night of the week um, excuse me weeknights so it's Monday through Friday that we serve this, these meals and so uh, this donation could not come at a better time uh, when we're really struggling to make sure that everyone who comes to us is provided a meal and and we also try to give a take-home meal as well so it's it's wonderful uh, I know that Mr. Ursay's gift is also going to help um, many other Catholic Charities programs and services, but but it is very, very special to at least have this supper program um, named for Sister Joyce uh, in honor of this gift and, and in, in remembrance of um, that special bond that he and Sister Joyce had. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. He he speaks so fondly of her, um, and uh, and we can't think of a, a you know of a better namesake. Um, to you know that this gift was made and uh, made into and uh, he just uh, he has so much love and so much uh, so you know, just so much love for sister Joyce and uh, you know again he's just he's just happy that he can help his hometown and uh, and honor his cousin as well. Well, Steve, I know your time with us is limited today. We are so grateful um, for your kindness and coming on the show and, and giving us greater insights into Mr. Ursay and, and also the Indianapolis Colts and your philanthropy and your philosophy as well. And so thank you very much for being with us today. Uh, we're so honored to have Sister jo Judith Ann with us as well. And we'll take a break here on The Voice of Charity. And when we return, uh, we're going to hear more stories and, and more about the Sisters of the uh, Third Order of St. Francis. So please stay tuned. Uh, uh, you're listening to The Voice of Charity. Thank you again, Steve. Adults make all the difference in the lives of adolescents. Catholic Charities understands this, and our mentorship programs provide a free opportunity for young adults to spend time with volunteers who genuinely care about them. This program is ideal for youth aged 9 through 12 who may need support navigating the challenges of childhood and early adolescence. Our amazing volunteers service friends who help youth recognize their strengths and empower them to reach their full potential. Catholic Charities conducts a thorough background check on every volunteer, and our program coordinator closely monitors and supports every relationship. Mentoring is a fun after-school program that can help young adults build confidence and enjoy fun activities with their peers, too. To learn more, visit catholiccharities.net or call 312-655-7970 in Cook County and 847 782-4224 in Lake County. We're connecting youth with great role models. Join us today.
I feel special. <laughs> I feel great. I got good grades. We've seen a huge surge in our kids now meeting or exceeding grade level. Come check us out. You may have never thought we were an option before. Our school communities provide students with academic excellence and character education in a supportive and stable learning environment. Come see for yourself. Visit artschicago.org slash findaschool. Catholic Charities has had the privilege of helping people in need in Cook and Lake County for more than 100 years. We would like to take this opportunity to thank our frontline workers who, despite the unprecedented challenges of the past two years, continue to excel at their jobs every day. From the warehouse staff members who pack boxes of nutritious foods for low-income seniors, to the dedicated WIC employees who have remained open for families with children under the age of five, to our volunteers and restaurant partners who ensure that meals are available for those experiencing hunger, to our service coordinators and our professional counselors who continue their vital work in innovative ways, to our food pantry staff and to all those who work at Catholic Charities Call Center, finding solutions for every person who reaches out to us for help. Charity is at the heart of all you do and we salute you. Welcome back to The Voice of Charity. I'm Katie Breedeman, and it's my great pleasure today to be here with Sister Judith Ann, who's the Major Superior of the Sisters of the Third Order of St. Francis in Peoria, Illinois. And we're talking about the incredible donation that Mr. Jim Ursay, the owner of the Indianapolis Colts, made a $5 million donation to Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of Chicago to, in support of our supper program, but also all of our programs and services. And so we're so honored to have you with us, Sister Judith Judithan to tell us more about um, Jim's cousin, Sister Joyce Dura, who Jim made this donation in her memory and honor of. You know, I, I know that Sister Joyce's um, uh, legacy in her, in her career was working within your OSF healthcare system in central Illinois. Can you tell us a little bit about that, the different roles that she filled and, and the amazing impact that she made on the people that she worked with? Sister Joyce held many key positions, actually, and served in many roles that put her into direct and close contact with people that our healthcare system was serving. Uh, she worked as a medical professional in x-ray department, and she served in various of our facilities in that. She was a nursing assistant at St. Joseph's in Bloomington and St. Francis in Peoria. And then she became a certified pastoral associate and worked many years in pastoral care, St. Mary's in Galesburg, and then mostly at St. Francis in Peoria. And that is where so many of her special stories come. And Sister Joyce endeared herself to so many individuals in a deep and lasting way. She did not just encounter people. She made friends with them, and they were friends for life and touched so many lives. 
there's so many precious stories that have come down to our sisters about sisters' work that we didn't see directly, but were witnessed by those who watched her as she served others. And I'd love to share some of those stories. Oh, we, we'd love that, Sister Judith Ann. We, we hear that she, uh, Sister Joyce Dura, was especially effective in emergency rooms and in, in kind of calming people's concerns and, and reducing the stress level of, of those who might be there and, and worried about their loved ones. Am I right? That is absolutely right. And the doctors will attest that on countless occasions, she would show up in the ED because she worked primarily at night in pastoral care and traumas would come in and she'd come into the trauma bay and she would console and counsel so many of the patients and their families and keep them connected to what is going on and praying with them and staying with them through the trauma and just so important medical and spiritual presence to these people and her demeanor to be in some of these sometimes just really awful circumstances was truly remarkable. And I think the reason for that was because she was focused and knew why she was there to be like a presence of God and assure them that God was there with them. Just the fact that she even was willing to serve in that night shift, sister, is so selfless, isn't it? It's so, um, uh, uh, you know, characteristic of her um, to take that difficult time of day knowing that um, that the ERs never stop and people come in very traumatized by what they've experienced and very worried about uh, their loved one who's receiving emergency room care. And there were individuals, too, that the police would bring in because maybe they were unruly or homeless on the streets, causing problems or challenges. And even when there were gang fights and they were bringing in victims from gang fights, I mean, she was such a calming element and she could be strong. She didn't have any weapons in her hand. The security people, the police did. But all she would have to say is speak. And, and they would settle down and she would be able to help keep those patients safe so they could receive the care they needed. It wasn't any special training she got to do that. It was a natural endowment. And I think her love and commitment to want to serve those human lives as God would want her to. And, and I also know one of the photos that um, uh, you and your fellow sisters were kind enough to share with us, Sister Judith Ann, are, is of Sister Joyce Dura with a guitar. I, I'm, assure, I'm assuming that she added so much to your liturgies and your prayer services with her musical talents. Well, she liked to sing. And so in the novitiate, I was in the novitiate with her. She just entered one year after I entered. And we would teach each other what we learned. So we we gave her the basics, <laughs> and she learned how to use a guitar, the basic use of the guitar. And I see the picture of Jim, and he had a guitar in hand, and I didn't realize that he played a musical instrument as well, another tie-in with the family. I, I noticed that too, sister. I was thinking, oh my goodness, um, their, their family gatherings must have been wonderful with both of them <laughs> having musical talent like that. 
Um, I, I also with her gift of laughter. Yes, yes. Um, and your your fellow sister, sister um, Rose Therese, has been so kind to share um, several documents that you have in your files. One was um, from uh, a newsletter called the Pulse Newsletter from 1974, when Sister Joyce Dura was named Employee of the Month for her work in, in the healthcare system. Um, and this this specific newsletter just has so many beautiful quotes about um, Sister Joyce's vocation story. Would you mind? sharing a little bit of that with us because uh, it's really quite inspiring to learn about how she was called to religious life. Well, that, that is referencing her vocation story, and I'm going to, to use words that come right from when she wrote her own vocation story. Thank you, Sister. I think that will be very precious. Thank you, Sister. I'm from Chicago is how she started it, but I had met sisters in Menominee, Michigan, we used a vacation there, and I moved there thinking I would marry and live there by the water, but our Lord had other plans for me. I wanted to learn more about my faith, so I went to visit Father Rogers at St. Williams Parish. We met once a week, then I became involved in the Legion of Mary and the Third Order of St. Francis Secular. That's for lay individuals. It was on September 8, 1965, that I received the inspiration for my present work. I found Christ again, and he came to me with a deeper meaning than I had had before. And I wanted to share that experience with more people. I was working at the IGA grocery store and doing parish work, teaching catechism, visiting parishioners and the sick and prisoners, and becoming more and more involved, the inspiration of St. Francis was compelling me. He lived the Gospels. He cared for the sick. He reverenced the church, and so would I. And so she met with our sisters at St. Joseph's Hospital in Menominee and inquired about our novitiate, found her calling in our community, and as a postulant, she learned much about God's word and teaching. So beautifully said, Sister. Thank you so much for sharing that. I, I saw one other quote um, that I thought was so inspiring. She talked about when someone asked her about the sacrifice of religious life or the sacrifice of, of working in the healthcare system. And her quote was, a sacrifice? Oh, but doesn't everything worthwhile involve some sacrifice? I thought that was such a beautiful line, a beautiful quote. So much so. Yeah. Um, could I also ask you, Sister, uh, one other document that, that um, we were so privileged to, to read was a prayer that Sister Joyce wrote, um, and I believe it was on the occasion um, of uh, Founders Day in July of 2005. And here she had spent all these years working in the OSF healthcare system. And instead of, you know, obviously she prayed all the time for the patients and for their families, but she also wanted to make sure she she wanted the healers, the physicians and the medical, medical professionals to know she was praying for them as well. Would you mind sharing that prayer with us, sister? Certainly. God, our Father, you are the source of strength and hope. Bless this place where we find ourselves, that it may not only be a place of sickness and suffering, but also a place of healing and caring. Bless the people whom you have chosen to become instruments of your healing. 
that they may be humble and knowledgeable channels of your grace. Where there is danger, may they protect life. Where there is weakness and pain, may they provide relief and comfort. Where there is anxiety and fear, may they offer a gentle reassurance through their presence. And where human efforts fail, may they be reassured that they can rest secure with you. And here this is a prayer for our healers written by Sister Joyce Dura, OSF, uh, for Founders Day, July 16th of 2005. Um, I, I noticed that there was a, a really uh, significant um, similarity between Sister Joyce's prayer and the prayer of St. Francis, right? Did you see that uh, similarity in there? I see her connection um, to St. Francis in there. Very, very much so. And it was probably very intentional as well because that peace prayer is beautiful and it just orientates you to who we should be for others. Well, it really is such an honor to have you with us, Sister Judith Ann, the Major Superior of the Sisters of the Third Order of St. Francis in Peoria, Illinois. If you'll please bear with us, Sister, we're going to take another break on the Voice of Charity. But when we return, we'd love to hear more about your order, your history, um, and, and the vital work that you continue today. Would that be okay? Certainly. Wonderful. So please stay tuned and uh, you're listening to the Voice of Charity. We're talking about the Ursa family, incredible generosity, uh, two Catholic charities, and the Sisters of the Third Order of St. Francis. Uh, that is part of Sister, Mr. Ursa's cousin, Sister Joyce Dura, um, was part of that order. And we're honored to have Sister Judith Ann with us today to tell us about their continued work. Please stay tuned. We are hiring. Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of Chicago is looking for mission-driven individuals who want to help make a positive difference in the lives of people in need throughout Cook and Lake Counties. Be part of a diverse, talented team of professionals in the largest human services organization in the Midwest. We are dedicated to helping people chart a more stable, happier future for themselves, and we accompany anyone in need, regardless of faith, gender, race, or ethnicity. Competitive salaries and generous benefits add to the satisfaction you'll have every day knowing that you're helping us amplify our impact in Chicago. To see our list of employment opportunities, visit catholiccharities.net. Welcome back to The Voice of Charity. I'm Katie Breedeman, and it's my honor today to be here with Sister Judith Ann, who's the Major Superior of the Sisters of the Third Order of St. Francis in Peoria, Illinois. And this is the order that um, Sister Joyce Dura was a member of, uh, of before she passed away in August of 2014. Um, Sister Joyce Dura is the cousin of Mr. Jim Ursay, um, the owner of the Indianapolis Coats, and he made a, a donation to Catholic Charities, a very sizable donation of $5 million in Sister Joyce Dura's memory. And so in the short time we have left, um, Sister Judith Ann, I'm just wondering if you could please tell us a, a little bit more about your order. Um, you do amazing work in Peoria, and we'd be honored to learn more about it. Our sisters really originated in Germany, and under the uh, Kulturkampf, 
of Bismarck were exiled, and so they came to the United States and settled in Iowa City, then went on begging trips to gain food and, pro and monies to support the children that they were caring for in Iowa. And that's how they encountered Illinois and encountered Peoria. And they came, really, and they were invited to come to Peoria to care for the sick. And so nine of them arrived in October of 1876. Only one of the nine had any experience in healthcare. And yet they came because they responded to that human cry for help. And so they began their service in Peoria by going to St. Joseph's Church. And our founders, Sister Frances Crossy, who was the superior of the group, promised God that we would never turn anyone away that she sent that he sent to us for care. And then after a brief pause, turned to her sisters and said, and the God who brought us here will always provide for us. And that really is the heart and soul of OSF. We know why we were called into existence to care for human life regardless. And we knew if we were faithful to that, he would provide everything we needed to accomplish what he wished. So the doctors taught the sisters how to care for the sick. And they begged daily for food for themselves and for their patients. And who would have thought that would have come to anything? And yet today we are a massive system from the Collar County of Chicago all the way through the state of Illinois and up into Michigan. And we have over 15 medical facilities, over 100 or closer to maybe 200 physician practice sites helicopters, hospice home, almost home children, home care. They, it just, and the Jump Innovation Center where we're pushing and learning to innovate how healthcare should be delivered. It's just truly amazing. And our sisters know in our heart's heart that we're in this because God has called us, enabled it, it's his work, and it's our grace and privilege to be able to be a part of that great work. Our role is to listen to him and then to follow with courage and a grateful heart. What an incredible example you are, Sister Judith Ann, to me and to so many others um, of listening for Christ, you know, uh, leading you in your life and then following his guidance. And look at the impact that you're making, not only in, in Illinois, but in the Midwest of, of Chicago and nationwide um, with your uh, amazing work in, in healing, healing uh, ministry. And we're so grateful uh, for all you do, but we're also honored to have you with us today. I wanted to share with our audience that if they'd like to learn more about the uh, sisters, uh, please go to franciscansisterspeoria.org. Again, thank you so much for being with us today, Sister Judith Ann. I look forward to staying in touch. You are most welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. And, and we uh, are so grateful for all of you joining us today as we talk about this incredible donation that's going to help uh, Catholic Charities uh, for years to come. Um, uh, and I also invite all of you back again next week for another edition of The Voice of Charity. For now, this is Katie Breedeman, and we thank you for tuning in and believing in the mission of Catholic Charities.